Hi everyone, and welcome to Raspberry Rock ASMR with me, Alicia. How do you relieve stress in your life? Do you go for a walk, watch a funny movie, have a good cry, meditate? I'm a pretty grounded and balanced person. I generally don't let things get to me, but for all that I read about stress, I think I have been in a stress denial for a number of years. Relationships, marriage, children, jobs, health issues, and even death have all contributed to a certain amount of stress for me. My coping skills to minimize the effects of stress include talking it out, having a good rant, practicing yoga, doing a bit of meditation, and connecting with nature. We are each different, and how we manage stress is also unique to each of us. The meditation movement, touted as a stress reliever, is not everyone's jam. If you feel this way, it is possible to experience all the good meditation can offer in those times of unease without sitting in a cross-legged pose. Consider art as an outlet. I attended a paint night event at an art studio where they supplied the canvas, paint, and paintbrushes. I had the choice of creating my own artistic creation or could choose to duplicate a picture. The studio was also outfitted with a cafe, giving you the option to sip on a beverage while creating your masterpiece. I like that you didn't need to be an artist or have a certain skill level in order to participate. It was a liberating feeling of experimenting with different brush techniques, swirling different color palettes together, and tapping into my creative side. My artwork did not have to be perfect, and I didn't have to live up to any expectations. It really appealed to my senses, feeling the bristles of the brush or sponges, seeing the array of paint colors, listening to the swoosh the brush made against the canvas, smelling the wonderful aroma of my coffee, and taking the first sip while I assessed my work of art. My breath was calm, my mind and body relaxed. I truly was in my element. The awareness of the entire process can be considered a type of meditation that encourages moments of reflection and being present. I have spoken about journaling as a way to empty your mind onto paper, as a type of release and let it go process. This brain dump allows your thoughts to travel out of your head rather than having them replay and ruminate over and over again. It is helpful to simply write those thoughts without attachment. I have also spoken about scripting words of gratitude. Gratitude journaling can be a form of stress release and resilience in recognizing there are good people and occurrences in our lives. Music is a part of my daily living. In the city, it starts my day as I get ready for work, helping me get into a positive mindset to begin the day. In the evenings, music helps me unwind and accompanies me while I read or work on my podcasts. Up at the cabin, I regularly play music while cooking a meal as it adds a certain ambiance to the creative food process. Back in high school, 
As soon as I got home, the radio would be turned on as I worked through mathematical equations or simply wanted to sing my heart out. Little did I know at the time that music engaged me in a meditative-like practice, using it for relaxation purposes or simply to take my mind off things. I can't speak enough about nature as a way to de-stress. It is my ultimate energy medicine and energy healing. Over the weekend, we went on a hike. We discovered small trickling streams, elk tracks, deer tracks, a bear cave, bright sprigs of red berries, and chaga sprouting from birch trees. Willow and Junebug were happily exploring the land, picking up a scent of some wildlife creature. We reached the crest of a hill that overlooked a valley leading to a beaver pond. It was so peaceful and rejuvenating at the same time. In a way, I consider Raspberry Rock's natural environment as a therapeutic alternative health practice. For those that are unable to readily access nature, there are visual alternatives. Videos, art, virtual reality, even written descriptions can transport you to a tranquil place. People have commented on some of my YouTube videos of Raspberry Rock as being peaceful and tranquil. Use your imagination as a way of transporting your thoughts to a place of nature. I have a book of nature quotes that helps me visualize a serene place. An added benefit, if you can get outside, is the physical activity your body will thank you for. Right now, I'm watching through the window as the snow floats gently down. It's captivating me, keeping me in the moment. I can feel my breath slow down. Nourishment is important for us to thrive. In times of stress, some of us may turn to food, particularly food that is not of beneficial value for our body, but may satisfy some of the emotional unease we are experiencing. It is essential during those times of unease that we select foods that properly provide beneficial nutrients. I am prone to indulging in processed foods when I am in a time crunch, particularly traveling between places. While it is a nice treat to indulge in foods you don't normally eat on a regular basis, consider nutrient-rich foods that does your body good. For example, I adore lattes. If I'm out and about on the weekend, I indulge in a matcha latte to elevate my mood. Matcha is a type of Japanese green tea that has many health benefits. It's rich in fiber and chlorophyll, acts as a detoxification, boosts metabolism, and enhances moods. When I sip it, I imagine all of the wonderful things it is doing for my body and how comforting it makes me feel. That first sip puts a smile on my face. Absolute bliss. As for food, I try my best to prepare or buy food that I feel will be packed with ingredients that make me feel balanced rather than sluggish. Whatever the food choice is, I eat slowly and with intention, appreciating that I have food on the table. If I'm driving along and eating, I take a bite and savor the flavors mingling in my mouth. 
Feel the textures at play. Notice the colors. Breathe in the aromas and listen to each bite. The right kind of food can boost your mood, make you feel more energetic, and ready to face the day with vim and vigor. As you can see, non-meditative practices do not require you to contort your body into a pretzel shape. It is important to listen to the body in times of stress and listen to what it is trying to tell you. This can be as simple as noticing your posture, whether it be sitting or standing. My massage therapist has coached me on how to sit to alleviate my hip pain. I never considered that crossing one leg over the other would have such a profound effect on my hips and my back. A chiropractor whose videos I watch has regularly commented on how much neck strain we undertake when looking down at our phones. Even the way we stand can imbalance the body. I am no medical expert by any means, and I'm not giving medical advice. What we can consider is to be aware of our body's posture. For me, if I'm attending a meeting in which my voice is not heard, my body slumps, or I use my hand to prop up my chin as a sign of disinterest. I might bend my head down in resignation, feeling defeated in a discussion. In my younger years, my shoulders were rounded forward when I stood or was walking as a sign of a lack of self-confidence. What does your posture say about you? Next time you are sitting in a chair, try having your buttocks touch the back of the chair. Firmly plant both feet on the ground. Let your back rest against the back of the chair. Sit as upright as you can. How do you feel? Hopefully your body feels more open rather than tight when it is slumped over. Now let's try this exercise standing, if you are able to. Stand with both feet firmly planted on the ground, hip-width apart. Notice the position of your shoulders. Are they scrunched up towards your ears? Are they hunched over? Relax your shoulders down and gently send them back to be in line underneath your ears. Stand tall, imagining a thread running up through your spine, up your neck, up through the top of your head. Be aware of your body feeling lifted, lengthened, and open. These sitting and standing exercises ask you to notice your body, any sensations, and adjust your body accordingly so that you may feel the differences of being closed and then feeling open. Don't forget to breathe. Purposeful, slow, deep breaths can reduce stress and encourage relaxation. The sitting or standing exercise I shared with you is a great way to incorporate breathing. There is no meditation required, only the power of your breath. Try this, breathing in and breathing out, begin to feel the sensation of the breath. Let your breath be evenly paced with each inhale and with each exhale. Let the breath originate from your belly area. Breathe in 
breathe out. On your next inhale, visualize your breath making its way from the crown of the head through your shoulders, down your back, and across your torso, across both hips, down your thighs, the back of your legs, reaching through to the soles of your feet. How does this feel? Restful? Relaxed? Do this simple breathing technique as often as needed. As the body fills with breath, be aware of the power of the breath to give you life, to give you energy to function, to make you feel at ease during times of tension, or simply to promote a sense of relaxation. Let this exercise be part of your practice for well-being. In its simplest form, your body, mind, and spirit is asking you to breathe. There are many other non-meditative practices you can incorporate into your daily living, such as brushing your hair, doing yard work, jogging, shoveling the snow, making a meal, and the list goes on. In any activity you choose, notice, be aware, and simply be in the present. Meditation may not be your thing, but it is possible to experience those stress-relieving benefits it has to offer. You just need to put your mind to it. Wishing you a wonderful rest of the week, my friends. 